All right, welcome to our ninth installment now of Video Content Challenge. Or the question is, climbers, how are you going to get to seven? How are you going to get people who have the choice to consume what they want to consume and they don't have to consume what they don't want to consume? How are you going to get them to hear your hook, your chorus, at least seven times, which is what it's going to take for them to stop filtering it out when we're talking about a cold audience here? And one of the big answers with that is clearly major video contents, how TikTok works. It's how different sort of platforms in the past have done that, where, where you have just a rabbit hole of different video content to go down to with the same audio hook, and people are doing that. So if that's what's working on TikTok, if that's what's breaking artists on TikTok, why can't we recreate that for ourselves and just come up with different concepts? So in the spirit of song title challenge, we created video content challenge where an artist sends in a track and sends in the lyrics. And then we bring them onto the show as a guest. We listen to the song and then we cook up and just brainstorm a bunch of different content ideas that could work for either the music video, sometimes the lyric video, and certainly just TikTok content. What I mean by that is that it's hook content it might be 20 or 30 seconds long and you might have 10 or 15 different sort of little concepts that are attached to that hook that could make it serious, make it funny, make it make people angry, make people happy. Like whatever you can do to elicit a response to get people to kind of pay attention to that and get that hook inside their head. And certainly for any kind of digital campaigns you're running with a warm audience, you, you want to keep getting that song in front of them with new content. And then they're going to want to add that to their playlist. They're going to want to consume that and move forward. So if you have a track, if you have a, and we're really talking about artist tracks here, you know, like song demos, probably not the best thing here because you're not going to really market that to consumers. You're going to market, that's a B2B product, a B2C product being an artist track. Send that to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put VCC or video content challenge in the subject line. So it gets in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And then we'll put it in there. And I just sort of run through, pick one and get in touch with the artist and pray that they can be available when Brett and I are available and <laughs> we move forward. So today we have what turns out to be an, an old acquaintance of, of Brent's here. He's known this artist for quite a while and she sent me all this stuff in. I had a look at it, reached out to her. She was awesome enough to say yes and come on the podcast. And we want to welcome Miss Carrie Cunningham to the show. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Thank hey, Carrie. You. Hey. So y'all, this girl is a workhorse here. You know, you talk about all the stuff that we preach, Brent, on this podcast mm -hmm. is, you know, publish, work, put it out there, become, mm -hmm. become better, right? By doing, not overthinking, but by doing. And I see the work that this artist, Miss Carrie, has done. And I'm just like, slow clap. <laughs> like, that's awesome and brent you said now she's made it into a couple different yeah play uh, for publisher events yeah. so I, I first met carrie uh many moons ago at nsai and would have long forgotten about her except she keeps popping up she won't go away in all the best ways meaning she keeps you know showing up for like play for publisher events other type events and stuff and keeps bringing good work and so it's that, you know, I mean, just on a personal level, it's like with anybody, reach and frequency, right? If you haven't seen somebody for 10 years, you don't really think of them. They're not really top of mind. But so when she popped up on on this and I saw that she was going to be the guest, I'm like, awesome, it's Carrie Hannon. Why am I not surprised? So it's funny, somebody <laughs> the uh, play for publisher events, the publisher already knows her, you know? So she's like taking another at bat, getting in front of them again, not for the first time. Some of them may be the first time, but it's pretty funny how usually they're like, oh, hey, Carrie. She's like, hey, so-and-so. <laughs> how you doing? How's the, how's the dog? How's the fam? How's, how's your sister? Is she yeah. doing okay after the? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, perfect. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's good I stuff, love, man. I love everything about this story right now. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to do is listen to Carrie's, is this a recent release? Yes, it this was. Um, I, this whole year I've been doing a showgirl series because that's my album is coming out. Is called Showgirl, and so I've been releasing a single a month. And I believe oh. this was num this was 
June's um, release. It was either June or July. I don't remember. It's one of those two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. I know that makes Johnny happy that you're doing a, a release strategy that always have something new to talk about. Doesn't that make you happy, Johnny? I love this. So, okay. So before we pressed record here, Carrie was sharing some information uh, uh, orbiting around this specific release that I, Carrie, I want to ask you to say it again and share it with our audience here. Number one, I want you to talk about the impetus for the song. What made you think of the song? Cause this is a great story. Yeah. And then uh, number two, we're going to talk about that lyric video because this is freaking genius. And I want everybody to, and maybe this is up to you because I know these assets can be very valuable. But if you want to shout out that, well, we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, tell the story about the song. Okay, so the song is called Just a Bar Thing. And I wrote it with my friend Steve Smentek and Carrie Earle. And one night when I was here in Nashville, I woke up to see that my dad had called in the middle of the night. Now I have my phone on do not disturb mode in the middle of the night. So when I woke up and I saw that he had called and there was a message on there, I'm freaking out going, oh my gosh, what happened? You know, why is my dad calling me in the middle of the night? So I went and I listened to the voice memo or the voice message, sorry, songwriter right there, voice right. memo. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking of what you were putting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went and I listened to the voice message, and it was some random dude. He's like, hey, Carrie, this is Johnny. I'm here at the bar in Nebraska, and I'm, I'm here with your dad. And he tells me that you guys used to live in Spokane, and, well, that's where, that's where I'm from too and well you're you're really good looking and i think that we would make a great couple together and you know we'd really hit it off really well well give me a call sometime sweetie okay love you bye <laughs> he popped out and i like, love you at the end of that i'm like what the hades so then i text my dad because he's at work and i'm like dad what the hell's going on? And he's like, he instantly knew that he was in trouble. He goes, why? What'd he say? And I go, well, he said this and he said that. He said this and he said that. And he goes, oh, Carrie. He goes, it's just a bar thing. And I go, I'm writing that song, but you're not off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> and so awesome. that's how I uh, went to Carrie and Steve. And I'm like, this would happen with my dad the other night. Should we write that song? And they're, and they're like, well, yeah. And for yeah, the record, Miss, Miss Carrie here is happily married. <laughs> you find that like you showed your husband, you're like, look at what my dad's been up to. Like, my dad's doing. My dad's trying to hook me up with some random stranger at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couple yeah. thousand miles away. <laughs> so those are, there are good father-in-laws, and then there's that. That's, <laughs> right? Like, I don't but, have it. Well, that's your dad, dad. That's your dad. No, right? that's my like dad. Your husband, father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if my oh, yeah. wife's dad were doing that, I'd be like, "Sir, yeah, <laughs> you have another. We've already had this talk, and you said it was okay for me to marry your daughter. Do we need to yeah. have like a refresher? <laughs> Are you, you reneging on that? You even second thoughts? What's, 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 what's going on here? What is this? What's going on? Well, I do have to say, I, I do give my dad credit that he is very proud, and he does like to brag to a lot of people about me. So if he happens to be in the bar at night, and he's like, "Yo, check out my daughter. Oh, she's a singer too, and you know, here's her website." And he's a he's a good promoter. The street except team. for the part where he hands off his phone and says, "Yeah, go ahead and call her too." No. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't help that you're talented gorgeous and and a, and a mover and a shaker and that just affects people they you know what they feel like they gotta they gotta call and say something yeah. <laughs> i'm well, sure your dad said you were married he didn't care he was like i'm gonna take my chance anyway oh, he definitely sounded like he was like a 10-foot jesus let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> so okay so before we listen to the song too please share so there's a lyric video here i can share that obviously right on youtube so she had this lyric video done, which is like super well shot. I was looking mm -hmm. at that because it took me a while to get the email with the lyrics on it. I just wanted to make sure I could read while I, because that helps me with the whole like video content challenge kind of a thing. And this thing is like extremely well shot. It's all like bar scenes and people just having fun with cocktails and everything like that. This lyric video cost you how much? About 200 bucks. 
And where did you get this done? For because what I love about this, first of all, is this this was footage that was shot specifically for this song. So this is not a generic lyric video. If you click on the link, you'll see it. The 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 content behind the lyrics is extremely relevant to what's happening with the lyrics. And I thought, by the way, artistically, the lyrics just graphically, the way they sort of mm -hmm. pop up was really clever. Very interesting. Something I haven't seen before. And so I, I, I thought it was super creative. So where did you find this person? So I found him on Fiverr. And if those of you who don't know what Fiverr is, it's kind of like a, um, a, a work for hire for people that are, are in the industry, anything artistic, really. Mm -hmm. And I think it even goes... It's it's for everything. That, you, it's for everything. It is for everything. It's, yeah. it's creative. It's everything. I, I mean, we had full disclosure. The climb logo is a Fiverr artist that happened with that. And sometimes Fiverr's hit or miss, right? You find some mm -hmm. people and they're not really working it. But you, to make Fiverr work creatively, you really have to have a a very clear idea of what you want. You very clearly describe that to this cinematographer. And they went out and shot it brilliantly and put that together for a couple bones. I mean, that is yeah. so resourceful, mm -hmm. so genius. So I wanted to shout that out with you. And you can say no, okay, if you want to, because sometimes when you do get that good fire relationship, you don't want anybody, you don't want to overload that person or whatever. But <laughs> if you feel like sharing it, you can put that link in. We'll put it in the show notes if you'd like to. I leave that to you. There's no right or wrong answer. Do you understand? Right. So, I got it. I will say that Fiverr is F-I-V-E-R-R. -R. Right, two R's, dot Two R's, if anyone wants to go look at I mean, they do voiceovers, podcast intro, voice man. You know, yeah. I mean. Yep. Anything that you could possibly imagine, there's places you can go to source that out for little amounts of money to go and make it happen. And this is something that you made happen. So great. Is there a music video in the future for this? Or is that kind of what we're talking about here today, maybe? Well, I would like to have a music video, and that's kind of why I wanted to uh, pick your brain with this as well. As I started thinking about now that the album is complete, I just released the last one in October. I was going to do the CD, the whole CD release this month, but with all the personal issues I've had of last month, is I'm pushing it back to going January. So in that process, I started thinking about, well, as the album as a whole, what song would I really like to start promoting again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of just that one month that it had its time in the spotlight. And I started going back through my Spotify playlist and um, see which song really had like the most spins. And there were some that were really kind of up there, but I was like, also what's the most fun? And I thought this would be another one to give it another whack. And, mm -hmm. and if I was to do an actual video, which one would be, again, the most fun to make people want to go and watch it over and over again versus the one that's the most heartfelt because I already did that. And, you know, truth be told, even though it's the most heartfelt one, one of the most heartfelt ones on the video or on my album, the views aren't as high as I was expecting for the mm -hmm. money that I put in to make this actual video. So I was like, okay, reverse go back to what the people want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I was like, just a bar thing. Let's do this. Yeah. So. And I mean, not for nothing, take this same exercise that we're about to do right now, Carrie, and maybe apply that to that heartfelt one and allows you to go send that hook out there to different people with different meanings to it. And then it'll bring them back to that main video and do that. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, just the other day, the last episode that just dropped tuesday yesterday for us we talked about one of brent's songs and mm -hmm. I, when i hear that opening line for let's fight it takes me to a very specific place a very specific bedroom it was in california with a very specific person when i had that moment like i you know i the fan there was a fan in the ceiling like i just i see myself looking down like for the fan you know what i mean in the ceiling, yeah. like, that, like that's ever happened i don't know why i have that but that's what i see so it means something to me Right. And then it means something to somebody different to somebody else. So uh, different vision. So I, I love that's what I love about this. So let's go. Let's listen to just a bar thing here. Let's have a listen to it. Then we'll reconverge and start to go crazy on some video concepts. OK. Mm -hmm.
of something I can get in trouble with Mix you with a little rum mm, So good on my lips Get a buzz Just for fun You can start this night off Right by asking if I wanna dance I might let you get up close enough I think you got a chance Yeah, who knows where this might go But tonight it's just a bar thing Kicking back and drinking And we're back. Great song, first of so all. So much fun. So, so much lovely. fun. I love the shout out to Neil Diamond and Sweet Caroline with the ba ba ba. I caught that in the background. You know, like that's <laughs> genius. I've got a couple different ideas. First of all, do you have any visions before we get into this that you want to share as far as the music video, the creative s- stuff that, that we should maybe get out of the way first before we kind of go off on some tangents? I think I kind of expressed them with, with the lyric video that I have. I mean, the one thing that I just kept seeing, I was like, if I'm going to do a lyric video, I just keep seeing myself at the tin roof for some reason. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. and when you're writing the song, your your mind's already kind of there, you know, mm-hmm. where you see it. So it it's very um, advantageous to get an outsider's perspective because I'm already in that bar while I was writing the song. Yeah. So yeah. I'm already kind of, narrowed so i got you yeah so here's what i got going on right now i'll kind of kick this thing off with a couple different ideas that i have okay before before we get into that real quick will you also it was an ep or a full cd full cd the full cd that you released you're calling this you have a name for it's the showgirls series is the cd called showgirls the showgirl yep the cd is called showgirl Mm -hmm. okay and so what's behind that what does that mean so um it's, it's the title track. Oh, well, I have a song called Showgirl, uh, which makes it the whole thing. The album consists really of me saying kind of not really like stick it to the man, but really kind of stick it to the man as far as being pigeonholed my whole music career saying I, we, you have to be able to, we have to be able to put you into our filing cabinet. Where are we going to put you? And I started thinking, you know what? I grew up listening to disco and Motown and I was classically trained. I sang with the symphony for five years and I was moonlighting doing country music and jazz. I had a jazz trio going on. So I had all these things and I'm like, I always feel like my previous records were just trying to get on country radio, just trying to hit country, country, country. And then this album, I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to let, the song speak for itself. 
So I have a reggae song out there. I have, you know, a pop song. I'm definitely country and a few ballads. And there was a time when I said, I will never sing a song about whiskey and I will never sing a song about being in a bar. That's just not me. I'm too classy. Shh, just kidding. Um, I'm a one and done kind of girl. So maybe that's why. But then I was like, forget it. I'm just going to let loose. I'm just going to write these songs because they're fun. And I just want to, I'm just going to let the songs speak for themselves. And being on the road for so many years and being a, an entertainer, I think I'm always going to be this showgirl, even if I'm not on the road anymore. And in 2019, I decided I wasn't, I was going to stop for a little bit on the touring side Obviously, 2020 came along and COVID hit, and I randomly joke around said, saying, well, I just put it out there that if I'm not going to tour, nobody's going to tour. So um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's Thanks how, a lot, Karen. Yeah, yeah. So you're welcome, yeah. everybody. The music industry thanks you profusely. Yeah. On that note, I will say this, like a little sidebar. There's been a lot of different artists who have very cleverly incorporated different sort of feels into their lane into their artistic lane but I, I i think that you know when you talk about having a reggae song out there and if that's on the same album as this song okay that i mean that's just a different beat even it's a different mm -hmm. party it's a different mm -hmm. crowd it's a different culture and just from a marketing perspective not that those have to be forsaken but from a marketing perspective when you're trying to punch through, I just, I want to share that you confuse an audience, right? Like sure. some of that has been, I'll give you a big example of a big famous artist, foreigner, rock mm -hmm. artist, right? Hot blooded, double vision, dirty white boy. These are great rock songs. And then they put out, I want to know what love is, which was far and away their biggest hit ever. Amazing song. Okay, but it was also the beginning of the end of the band because all of a sudden you had front row Baptist church ladies showing up to hear <laughs> this song. I'm not even kidding to hear this song live. And then they open with hot blooded and they're like, oh, my God, what have yeah. I done? You know, <laughs> what's going on? Because the curtains don't match the carpeting. Right. And they don't yeah. understand what that is. And and so. For Foreigner, who's that far along in their career, it still, by the way, ended the whole band, but not as important as it is for somebody trying to gain an audience, right? Well, ironically, ironically, the reggae song is actually higher than the just a bar thing on my Spotify. Playlist. So then maybe reggae should, you know, whatever, then maybe do a reggae project, right? Like, yeah. uh, if that's yeah. what you want to do, but... When people ask you like what you sound like, or and I understand your frustration as an artist myself, like you know them trying to put you into this box so they can think how to market you. The idea that you can put a reggae song, a pop song, a jazz song, a country song, a rap song, and all this on all the same record, and then have a concert, and all these people are going to come together and kumbaya, not going to happen. Sure, no, I totally, I totally get that, and it's kind of just like there's just the showgirls, just like. It's just a project, right? But, but you know how you now it might be a little different because you're marketing singles and stuff. But I just want you to think about that in terms of like consistency with when you do turn somebody on to something, when you create a piece yeah. of content that we're about to dream up here and like, oh my God, what's this? And then they go and they see your reggae band. Wait, wait, what? Are they reggae yeah. or are they pop? Right, you know, totally <clears throat> I mean, if you think about it, like Nickelback, you'll listen to a Nickelback record, it's all these like ridiculously heavy songs that aren't good and then they've got like two massive am crossover pop radio smashes and you're like what the f is going on you know like how does that how does that work but yeah hey they get an audience but to me it's just like what is this you know it's crazy so all right so bar thing Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. First of all, I like the playful part of the girls sweet on guys thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if there is a a girl code kind of a thing that is girls say things to other girls that and there's like a code, right? There's like a thing where they say do this or do that, it's just a bar thing. And what could that mean? What kind of imagery could you create that only girls maybe would understand? You know what I mean? Could it be what girls will do before they go to a bar? Mm-hmm. Right? When they're, what do single girls do? What kind of stress or anxiety or thoughts? Maybe it's not negative stress or anxiety, but maybe it's like, you always do this. Every girl's got to have bop, bop, bop before she goes to the bar. What is that? Mm-hmm. That's a bar thing, right? So that kind of, those kind of visual cues could be very, very cool like is there um is, is there an outfit that you would wear to uh only specifically maybe to a bar right no. that that what does that mean i i don't know i'm i'm i have male plumbing so i i am i am lost <laughs> on this but but you know the idea like well you would never wear those boots to a bar because stuff gets gross or this or that or those shoes right. or Whatever that could be. Like your bar survival kit. Like you must have yeah. your, your pepper spray, your breath Ooh. mint, your gum, Ooh. your, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Cause Lord knows I don't know. Um, yeah. Che- always check, be- never leave your drink girls. What? Right. Never leave your drink alone. Uh, right. Why? Yeah. You can do that at the house. You can leave your drink on the counter, thing. go to the bathroom, come back. Right. But you can't yeah. do that at the bar. Like it's a bar thing, uh, which is a little heavier. I mean, the reason behind that is super heavy. Uh, but that could be like a whole list of, of that stuff. I I love that. I don't yeah, know how Carrie feels right. about it, but I love it. Um, seems like a conversation so, starter. I think I, I think it's cool. And then is there certain like is there a certain decorum or a certain you know how? And, and this can be bullshit, by the way. Okay, but if you've ever seen the movie Swingers, right, where they're like, dude, no, you always have to wait at least three days before you call her back. Sure. It's the industry standard seven, like all <laughs> that kind of mumbo jumbo dating stuff that really does it. Like you can make fun of that, mm-hmm. and if there's a way to visualize that, I think that could be interesting as well because it's a bar thing. Yeah. Uh, another like total left hand turn here. I just imagined ballerina dancers all lined up doing their whatever plies or whatever, and they're holding onto that bar. So yeah, is it a different bar, right? Like what what could that mean? Like what does that bar mean to to a dancer? But because by the way, TikTok very heavy on dancing stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you can turn that bar thing hook just for the hook into some visuals of some people dancing and what do is is it only ballet that uses that bar? Are there other dancers that other dance things that would use that bar like what could well, there's that mean? bar fitness bar fitness you know, there's bar fitness b-a-r-r-e and they do fitness with the bar yeah hold on hold huh? on okay, okay now, so I didn't, i've heard of that but i didn't know what it is <laughs> so now you just spark something else what about like okay let's make this a guy thing with the hook or, or, or okay, it, oh, well, i'm sorry a girl and guy thing let's include guys into it and just have women and men just pumping iron on different things. It's a bar thing, you know, put some weight on the mm-hmm. bar, right? That's, that's a, that's a gym thing. Now all of a sudden that has some DNA 
that it could go viral on that with, you know, hey, what guy doesn't want to, I mean, we're all sick of guys just showing their, their gym shots with the guns out, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now put a soundtrack behind that. Right. Yeah. With a bar fitness, is that because I don't know diddly about it. I've seen it before. I didn't know what it was about. Is that something that's pretty co-ed or is it mainly one gender or the other? Do you know, Carrie? I I personally don't know either, but I would imagine that they would not discriminate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, that may be a whole thing to kind of uh, kind of a market to tap into. Yeah. Which is pretty funny, especially if you do the, the I, I love the intro and the outro, the little doodahs and you know that little just no words but just that if there's a way to kind of cut that because i think that's a a really hooky part of the song if there's a way to like do a little edit of that and it's a bar thing you may have one of those where that's together but then you can put any sort of visual under that because it's not talking about you know making a kissing at the bar or it's not you know an alcohol bar specific thing then you can do that real fun kind of feels like sync kind of thing over you know, working out, ballet. I don't trying to pass your bar as a lawyer. Some guy studying, sweating, trying to fill out the test. No, that's probably not very fun. I don't know. There's yeah, there something there I think would be fun. We add the butter buzz to mm-hmm. the hook. The setup of the just a bar thing too is you know I don't see no harm in starting just a bar thing. I mean that could that could fall with a lot of different things because we're mm-hmm. not specifying mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. And how, okay, how about now that we're exploring different bars, why not um, like just target specifically lawyers? Yeah. And just have that book like, it's just a bar thing. Like <laughs> you're trying to pass that bar exam yeah. and, and get, some, get some suits in there or just that book and you're just going through and it's like the whole, now the whole, now the whole lyric of, but tonight it's just a bar thing, kicking back and drinking. I could, you know, see if it could lead to me walking to the car thing. All of a sudden, that's like maybe a break from studying for the bar exam. That's what that could mean. All of a sudden, we can change the <laughs> yeah. meaning, right? Yeah, for sure. How about um, as far as sync stuff goes, you know, what about what's your favorite candy? You know, <clears throat> like oh, it's, candy it's Snickers. It's just a bar thing. Yeah. Thing. And, that's and, right. So you take a bunch of those and that could be something that's like, okay, what's your favorite what's your favorite candy? You know, cause it's just a bar thing. And then you just have a picture of that being opened up and maybe yeah. they, they, I, at some point that's going to happen. And, and, and the company is going to, it's going to be a, like a rock moment for, you know, yeah. like Chevrolet had with, um, with, um, Oh, uh, what, uh, help me. I want to say uh, Bob Seger and yeah. Bob Seger. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rock. Well, where they're just more- like a rock. Like yeah, more name. recently, um, and now I can't remember his name, but uh, Fancy Like with Walker Hayes. Oh, Fancy oh yeah, like with Applebee's. Applebee's on a date yeah. night, and now he's doing Applebee's commercials. There, okay, there you go. See, like, so putting that stuff, like, you know, hey, put connect the dots for him. Check this out. Because that song, that melody is just so, makes me happy. I want to have it, the Snickers. Yeah. It's it, just a yeah. bar thing. It could be a Hershey's. Or or whatever the the big brand is, whether it's Mars, could be like all of their candies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That could be like an all in one commercial of Payday and Snickers <laughs> and yeah. Three Musketeers and all this. It's just a bar thing, and and that's an interesting. Hey, well, just missed Halloween. Um, oh, I know. Right? One our neighborhood were the Simmons who gave out like full can full size candy bars. Candy bars. They've been yeah. working on it like they've been working in, on their stockpile like all year. Uh, which, wow, that's a thing. So I'm like, oh, we got Halloween this year? Uh, kids, what do we have in the closet to wear? But anyway, they plan ahead. I'm, I'm thinking, too, about like about TikTok kind of content, If you, especially if you're just doing the, the buttums and the, and the um, like another little remix of this, the, the, the hooky little buttums and the it's a bar thing. Then you can put anything under it. And so these little TikTok things of that, and you're doing your own series of uh, almost like, is it a, I don't know, candy bar challenge? Uh, pick one. <laughs> you know, like which one was your, your favorite? Like blind yeah, test. Great. A great idea. Or of, I mean, but, but of, you know, you could do that for drinks. You could do all that kind of stuff. It's a bar thing. But if you almost do your own little, just little TikTok size of the dancers, the, the kids with a candy bar, I saw this, um, 
I saw this thing on Good Morning America or whatever. Emily had it on. I saw a second of it, but it was this guy. He was blowing up. I think it was on TikTok or whatever, but they just did this video of he had these two little boys, like little boys, like weren't even very verbal yet, you know, like little guys. And they're at the table and he puts a handful of candy in front of each one. I was like, listen, you can have these, but don't eat these yet because we're going to go on the other. I got to get something. Don't eat these yet. I'll be right back and you can have them. Don't eat them yet. And he walks away. Of course, he's filming. And one little boy that, you know, they're both just staring at the candy. <laughs> and then they look at each other and they kind of smile like, you want to do it? You want to do it? Yeah. And they reach out and they get some. <laughs> like, how funny would that be? Little, you know, but if it were like a candy bar, you almost making yeah. commercial, almost making like commercials for these candy bars. But it's all about, we want to set that hook. And the, both those are really strong hooks. The little vocalizing and the hook of the song. Like again, how do we get it where shareable people keep hearing it and they click on that sound at the bottom? Well, that's really hooky. What is that? Oh, I love so that idea. That, well, that put babies in there and you're gonna win, right? Like yeah. how many of those can you <laughs> <Sure>. get <clears throat> with oh, with that? First of all, like you can stitch your thing to that, uh -huh. that those, those two little kids. Yeah. And just a kid, like I, I think of the meme with the 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 little girl, the little like four year old girl and the the at a ball game in the white or i'm sorry the yellow it's like a yellow coat of some sort and mm -hmm. she's got uh cotton candy and it's all over her face and she just <laughs> is like and just this freak thing like yeah. oh you know oh. you could stitch a bunch of like cool memes together mm -hmm. to for that hook you know to 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 say that and to sure. have like yeah. babies with chocolate on their face or or kids with chocolate on their face. And now, okay, so we're going down this road again. What about like a milk bone for your dog? You know, like, it's, <laughs> right. like and have that, like, have yeah. slow motion pictures of those dogs catching treats. You ever seen that? It's just a bar thing and drinking water, you know, like, yeah. so uh, <clears throat> that's. Um, this is where wow. we're going. Okay, hold on. So, so okay. picture this. We, 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 we come back to this because it's so good. Somebody's got to do it, but. You're at the freaking dog pound, right? But tonight mm -hmm. it's just a bar thing, kicking back and drinking. I could see it could lead to walk to walk me to a walk me to your car thing, swinging on the front porch, kissing behind closed doors. I don't see no harm in starting just a bar thing. Like they're behind bars <laughs> at the pound. At the pound, <laughs> and then it's all about rescuing a dog. Oh, oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on this one front porch with the dog and then kissing behind clothes like you know yeah. the dog's licking your face and you're like oh mm -hmm. yeah i went there I, I totally yeah. went there right when you were saying it i'm like oh yeah down on my knees my dog's licking my face <laughs> yeah, yeah man <laughs> that would be that would be cool and then i also think that you should um definitely just take a video of yourself you got a great camera do it if not you know do 4k on your iphone 24 <laughs> FPS and try to get the best audio you can get and, and tell the story about how that song started and oh, just be for interviewed sure. about that. And then that mm -hmm. now can become content where you can tell bits and pieces of that story in a sequence mm -hmm. uh, in 30, like whatever, let's say that hook is 20 seconds. So in 20 second moments uh, yeah. where you keep kind of telling the story and it's, you know, boom, boom, boom. And so, now you have, especially the, you start off with like, oh my gosh, my, why did my dad call in the middle of the night? Something must be wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's your what, what happened? Why is my dad calling me in the middle of the night? I picked up the phone, freaked out to hear what was going on. And then oh, on, yeah. you know, you're a storyteller, so you're a writer, you just hook us right from the beginning and just lay it out in these little 20 second chunks. Each one has the hook under it. And do a little, what I call like a Pulp Fiction edit. Okay. <laughs> so, You've seen the movie Pulp Fiction, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know how it's the, the, the ending is kind of first. It's weird, right? The way they, yeah. they screw that up. So there's a, there's a brilliant um, comedy uh, promotion company called Dry Bar Comedy that does this in your Facebook feed, if you've seen those, where they'll have like a whatever, a four-minute bit from a comedian, but they start with the punchline, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you're, you know, so an elephant crapped out a, a, a five-pound purple Twinkie. You know, everybody laughs and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and and then now you're going to listen to see how for the next four minutes. So how the hell did they get there? What's the story? Like that, exactly what Brent said. Like you start off with the whole panic thing and then cut to you going, what are you doing? 
just a quick little jump cut <laughs> and then back to the story where you're like, okay, so I get this phone call in the middle of the night and blah, blah. And meanwhile, what's going on behind Yeah, that video is that hook. That song is playing. And That's a, a great way to do that. Yeah. And I want to know too, like it's something to engage viewers and fans like, okay, have you ever given your phone to someone in the, in a bar? What happened? Have you ever gotten a phone call from a rando in a bar from somebody else's phone? What happened? Have you ever, you oh, know, just like genius. What, what have other people gotten from that? And I mean, shoot, I don't know. I don't think I have one of those stories, but a lot of people will. And that maybe some people met from that exact situation. And, and I'm thinking too, like, yeah, I thought about that, but yet, you know, yeah, it's a bar thing. You met, it was a bar thing. How many of y'all met in, in a bar that are couples now? Uh, what bar did you meet at kind of thing? Shout them out, link them up, shout them out in the comments, whatever. But also, like, if you met in a bar and you didn't want to tell, like, your mom and dad that you met in a bar, where'd you tell them you met? Tell us a fake story. Yeah, you know, that's great. I think it'd be fun, too. Like, you met, it was a bar thing. You didn't want to tell people, you didn't want to tell your mom it was a bar thing. There was a bar in Fayetteville <laughs> called The Library. <laughs> so, did you go to the li- yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, going to the library up. tonight. I was I was at the library like all night, mom. It was, it was you know. Then why are your grades so crappy? I, that's, I don't know. I spent a lot of time at the library. And, and you know what? If you do that, but, okay. So check this out. So the reason I am on this planet today oh is because my paternal grandfather and my paternal grandmother were at a frat party back in whenever, like in the thirties, mm-hmm. uh, and each of them had a date. Okay, and there was a drinking contest. And the last two contenders were my grandfather and my grandmother who <laughs> drunk my grandfather onto the table and beat him. And that's when they hooked up forever and had my dad and then who had me. I mean, you tell that, like, if you get some old folks talking about, like, what's the craziest bar story you've ever that's had? Funny. Like, I'd love to hear, like, and, and for, like, the older, the better. Because yeah. it's adorable because old people can say anything. And a lot of that, you know, can you... Find that on Google, on YouTube, where you can repurpose it, slap your music in the background of it as an edit. Like, is there, I don't know, like open source or almost stock footage, you know, stuff that you can share, but put your audio on there. Like, DJ it. DJ this content that's funny that has to do with bar things, but have your audio on it as well. So you're sharing, you're giving attribution, but then you're sticking your the, the hook audio in there as well. That might be a thing. This is a little editing and stuff, but it's more than just a retweet. In the vein of uh, of that song, Drinky on My Mind, mm-hmm. where that guy was like, every time he drinks, he thinks about his boys, right? Yeah. Back at the bar. Well, everybody's got like their local watering hole. Yeah. Where the place where everybody knows your name, right? Their cheers. What kind of stuff goes on at that bar on a regular basis mm-hmm. that you could shoot that would make people feel that feeling of their hometown bar like darts what's what's the the corn cornhole mm-hmm. um you know some bars have backyard volleyball tournaments pool. what what else? yeah pool tournaments it's just a bar thing what are some of those you know tried and true uh trivia at oh, bars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah that kind of stuff where you just kind of get the flavor of that going on could be very interesting and then it, one other thing, Carrie, you mentioned like you pictured yourself at Tin Roof. I, I think maybe for the music video too, you definitely have some, just some different footage of you, as much different footage as you can cook up that you maybe already have. Are you singing at a bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think that's, that's good. So you can cut that intermixed with one or more of these other concepts for the music video that could be super interesting with that. Well, shoot, the the lyric video, which you talked about a little bit, I, I mean, I thought that was such quality video. That's like, man, if you could just cut yourself into there, it's like <laughs> playing, you know, the performance part of it, you know, that, that, that's that's a pretty common thing. So it's not groundbreaking, but you'll have this story and then it cuts to the artist singing and cuts back to the story, that kind of stuff. It's like, well, shoot. Do you have you know. a, a specific market when you tour, Carrie, that... Um that you just like, are there one or two markets that you just own? Uh, pretty much the Northwest. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing too might be next time you head up to the Northwest, when you know you're going to be in any kind of a packed house, whether it's the, a packed house, the size of the basement where 75 people and it's a scene 
or mm-hmm. if you can do bigger, God bless. But one of the tricks I love to do, and I've done this with several different artists, is just grab that camera while you're playing and then start at the back of the bar and just have that camera down the like right here. So I'm catching the top of people's heads and just walk up through people right up to see you. And then mm-hmm. it just, it, 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 there's social proof in that that shows that you have a crowd, that there's a party here, you're missing this party. All these people are just absolutely fascinated with you. And maybe that second verse where you mentioned Sweet Caroline, I'm sure when you do that live, everybody goes, bah, 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 like they do in the bars, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. I think that could be really super cool too. Awesome. Yeah. And you know what? Not for nothing too, you could do some external stuff on Broadway. Yeah. Just going down and look at the bright lights of Broadway on uh on a uh, you know uh, uh, on a nighttime kind of a thing and and just checking out all those honky tonks and mm-hmm. sort yeah, of a I catch mean, that Nashville. And kind of man on the street interviews. What do you do in a bar you don't do anywhere else? Oh. Kiss strangers. <laughs> or drink a certain drink that I only get at losers or that I only get at whatever. Yeah. Idea. Like what are those? Yeah, what do you do? Only what are some things you only do at the bar that you don't do That's, anywhere else? That would be that. Now you're gonna want to keep watching those because yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen next. It could be like a fail army kind of a video. It mm-hmm. could be a funny kind. Of, you know, I mean, there's a lot of hook stuff in there that could be super interesting. You know, having all the all the stamps on the hand. That's a bar thing. Yeah, you know, the, like, just yeah. all those all those things. So many things that are bar things. <laughs> so, yeah i love it well we got some good looks at that what do you think carrie yeah that's a, there's a lot of great ideas in there that i would not have thought of well that's the fun of this because we no, don't have to like, worry well, about doing them <laughs> yeah so we're pretty that's thinking right. whatever because we don't actually have to do them so <laughs> <laughs> well, well since you come to nashville a lot if there's any way we can help you out too let me know uh we'll be happy to maybe help you execute some of that stuff and make that work. But I, what a great song. Thank you yeah. for saying yes once again, Carrie, and coming on. The good thing is you don't have to take notes. It's just going to drop on Friday. So you can go back and just kind of mm-hmm. go through it again after you had some time to sleep on this and then see what resonates with you and what maybe you missed because it's gone by so mm-hmm. fast. And, 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 um, ask and, then your, stuff. and ask your people to listen. Hey, they threw out a lot of ideas. What ideas do you like? What do you want to participate yeah. in? Any yeah, yeah. you want to send okay. me? Because it gives them a chance to hear the song in its entirety, and you're asking for their input, so it gives them some ownership, and it gets us a download. But anyway, not really about that. But you know, <laughs> do, do you uh, do you, have, do you own a GoPro or two? Um, yeah, we have a I have a GoPro at home. Okay, awesome. So that might be you know that man on the street thing. Just one final thought is when you go do your next show, whenever your next live show is. Take that GoPro with you, or maybe just your phone as a selfie, and just ask people. I mean, you come here. To, you came here to this bar tonight. You came to see me. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Blah blah blah. Love on them. Yeah. And then and then be like, so I just got a question. Like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done, like in a bar? Yeah, or ever seen, or ever yeah, seen them bar. off the hook. Yeah. yeah. What's a crazy? Oh, there you go. Maybe you start with ever seen and let them make it about them. Right? Yeah. Like, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen in a bar? Because I'll be on that damn interview. I got a good one from, <laughs> from the Steel Panther show on Sunset Boulevard at the Roxy. <laughs> it involved a stripper and two midgets, and I'll tell you about that later. But, like, that was, <laughs> but it's real. It, it. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you. Where can we find you? Where's yeah. your website, your socials, all that stuff you want to share so we can find you and love your music? My website is Carrie Live, like what we're doing now, live.com. Mm-hmm. So CarrieLive.com. And actually, every one of my singles has its own dedicated page for the Showgirls series. So if you want to check out more information about uh, Just a Bar Thing, just go click on Just a Bar Things page and it'll take you there um, for some interviews, etc. Facebook is Carrie Cunningham Music. Instagram is and Carrie. Carrie by the way, Carrie is spelled C A R R I E, y'all. Correct. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, like Carrie Underwood, except for Carrie Cunningham. Still sounds very similar, you know. So <laughs> yeah. don't, don't get me confused. That has happened once or twice in interviews. They called me Carrie Underwood, and I'm like, 
If only like ASCAP and BMI would get you confused with Carrie Underwood every now and again. That would be awesome. Send you a check. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So, oh yeah. Okay. So Instagram's Carrie.CunninghamOfficial. Uh, Carrie Cunningham Official on TikTok and Carrie Live One on Twitter. I think that covers them all. Right. Awesome. Oh, and then Carrie Cunningham on uh, YouTube. Good deal. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Guys, if you have a track, you want to send it in. We, even if you've done a video or not, here's a situation where Carrie already had the, the lyric video done. It doesn't matter because we're going to create more content on top of that to help push that link mm -hmm. out. Send it to info at daredevilproduction.com and put VCC or uh, video content challenge in the subject line. And maybe we'll get you on the show. Carrie, thank you so much once yeah. again. Thanks. This thank podcast you. exists, y'all, because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. Social, 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 social media, social media, social media. Challenge, 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 accepted. challenge, accepted. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. prognosticators using proprietary hand charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.